What's happening to Auburn football's offensive line recruitment, and are the fans to blame for it? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. The everyday or snow, it is a Charlie Tuesday, meaning we are celebrating this special day of the week with Auburn message board legend Charlie Five himself, just in time to sprinkle in a little panic. Over the last 24 hours, it seems like Auburn's offensive line recruiting has taken a step back. All, seemingly all, recruiting experts are saying Khalil House is now going to Stanford after being an Auburn supposed lock over the last few weeks. And Charlie Five, I think this is a major, major bummer. And once again, Auburn is like, it's like we're cursed. We can't get consistent offensive linemen. Boy, what a controversial open, uh, cold open right there! Like, and then and then I pop on like everybody's waiting for me to like punch all the fans in the face. I guess after sure, that. that's right. So it that's is, right. it is, uh, it is um, disheartening. Uh, I mean, it is it. It does kind of seem like House is possibly you know leaning towards Stanford uh, based off of several reports, like you said, from different sites. He just came off of uh, an official visit there. I'm sure Stanford. Uh, I'm sure it can. Stanford can be like over, like a very wow type visit. Um, one of the top academic schools in the country, and that's where I think that's a big emphasis for his family. Yeah, they, good for him. Yeah. Stanford's really pumping up the recruitment. They plucked a four-star edge out of Florida recently. Um, you hate to lose somebody like that. I don't think the recruitment is necessarily over, but it's sure. like man. Why are we not getting guys in the boat? We're, we're getting a bunch of dudes here. Offensive line, you're right. It seems like we're somewhat snake bit. Um, and, I mean, there's not a ton left on the board. Like, there's it, seemingly – it's like you're, you're either going to have to go find pro, uh, project-type guys or you're going to have to flip a bunch of guys, which is neither one of them are necessarily out of the cards or just wait for the portal. So – it's, it's it's crazy. I, I don't I don't really get it. I don't really get it. I guess it's, it's a little bit of show me type stuff, possibly. Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, we got it's it's not necessarily it's not ideal. It's not an ideal situation on the offensive line right now. Yeah. All right. So as far as some other reasons this possibly could have happened, because look, I'm sure Stanford, you know, if if the prestige, you know, from the education side of things is part of it, like cool. Good for you. Like, go to Stanford. I couldn't go to Stanford, nor did I want to, but like, I couldn't have. Right. So, uh, props to them for being able to have that option. I mean, that's, that's like life changing stuff there. If, you know, you're able to do that and life after football, good for him. But let's all go back to a few weeks ago when all of the, like, pretty much the whole coaching staff and even some players, yep. they were all putting out their bat signals on social media. Oh, somebody's coming somebody's coming, you know, the eyes, I think the Auburn football account, like the Auburn official Auburn football Twitter account, I think tweeted out like the eye emojis. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that are like, Oh, it's Perry Thompson. I'm like, I don't think so. I don't think, I don't think Perry Thompson just committed or flipped or anything like that. And I mean, everybody that I talked to that would know, and everybody that you talked to that would know 
it seemed like it was Khalil House. It yes. seemed like it. I mean, a lot of folks from different parts of you know sources throughout the program, we all kind of came together like, this seems like it's House, which is great. And then what did the Auburn fan base do, Charlie Five? What did they I do? Was I was pretty shocked that there was there was a lot of people that they they seemed deflated. This like oh this better not be for a three star offensive lineman type stuff. And I was like, can you imagine if you're Khalil House and I'm sure you want to go see like you know these people are tweeting this stuff out uh, talking about the coaches and the players. I'm sure you want to go see the comments and you want to go like get into the hype like. I wouldn't be shocked if some of the reaction or a lot of the reaction um, had some a lot to do with him, uh, you know, possibly wanting to pump the brakes a little bit. Well, man, I'm not super appreciated. Maybe I'm going to take this Stanford visit a little bit more serious next week. Again, I don't know that that's the case, but I think we need to understand uh, it's we're not at the point where I think we can be jaded over any offensive line commit, uh, much less um, somebody that uh, Hugh Freeze – has sent, like singled out and wanted and has is still as of right now still battling to get back from Stanford. So um I think we've been think about I think you probably need to think about things a little bit a little bit deeper when you do that. Second part, we got to stop. We got we got to get an idea of what we want to do with this whole Twitter thing. It's confusing. Mm -hmm. but it's bitten us several times and like I'm a huge proponent of the whole recruiting staff and like everything they've done like we got to get this we got to get this thing we got to get this thing jimmied up we got to get this thing right okay because like this is not the first time where stuff's gone off and then nothing happens like that goes off and then there's a commitment like that is how it works that's how it should work like all this stuff for silent stuff it just ends up making you look bad uh and it opens up opportunities for you to look bad and um you know Still, could it be have been for Malik Blockton? He was there for a visit, so I guess you could pass it off that sure all of that was for him. But um, I mean, got to get we just got to get some sort of like flow down when it comes. To I, that. Just, I I don't get the point of it. I don't like, what what do you get out of saying like up? Oh, we got to commit. It'll be cool when you figure out who it is. Like I don't get the benefit of that. If you're gonna do stuff like that. I mean, make sure the kid's committing. Like, I, yeah. I would almost kind of put some pressure. Like, all right, we're going to do this. And we're going to build this up. But like, you need to commit in an hour. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's that that's that big of an ask, Charlie. Five. I, <laughs> I think it's kind of. I think that's pretty basic, to be honest. I, I mean, I, I don't really know why you would. I, I don't really understand. I don't really understand. I know that there's like everybody wants to go get a graphic done, and everybody wants to go shoot a video or something something now which is fine that's fine but you know what wait till the video or the graphics done and then shoot off the the eyes from the auburn football account and all that stuff like get that get that part hemmed up like that is really really bad like i i'm not a huge like twitter cri cri critic like i don't necessarily like go on and pick stuff apart like that but like that is this is not the first time like this is becoming a sort of a thing, okay? Like, I think you got to – Damari Austin is enough. Like, bro, like, let's let's get a let's get a rhythm going. Like, get and look, it's fun when it's happening. We're like, oh man, who is it? Who is it? You know, the Discord is blowing up. Everybody's like tweeting at each other. Like, who did we just land and all that? And, like, it's fun, but then nothing ever 
comes of it. And it's just you got two hours. That's that's what I'm saying. You got two hours for to build suspense. That's all you got. If it's if it's 24 hours, don't even do it. Like just just forget it. Like, yeah, or wait 20 hours and then do it again. Or we can't. Hey, schedule the tweet, coach. Schedule yeah. the tweet. You can do that. Like it'll do it for you. Like you don't have to be there when you do it. Like it will just tweet it. For oh you. my goodness, dude. That's got to be fixed. That's got. This is a bad. One. It's a this bad look. It's a bad this, look. And look, and, and I'm with you on the whole response of like, maybe let's don't poop on three stars. Like, yeah. there's a reason this staff wanted them. And also, a year ago, we were dying for any offensive lineman, which right. we're kind of still in that situation. Like, there's not a lineman in this class. Like, let's let's kind of have some perspective on this, and. Uh, don't do that. Like we always say, don't tweet at recruits. That's always kind of the thing on Twitter and uh, don't you can do whatever you want. Either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't, uh, I mean, I mean, especially don't be like, Oh, we're not doing, if we do all of this just for him, if we have all of this energy just for like uh, Khalil house, you know, I'm going to freak out. Don't do any of that. No. It's like, it's like we major unforced error by Auburn on this. For sure, for sure. And like maybe you get a commitment here in the next few days from a from a guy like Reese Baker uh from um from Madison Academy who is unranked who was unranked an unranked offensive tackle for a while. And I've seen a lot of people sort of poop on that. And then all of a sudden he gets a ranking from two four seven and uh it's higher than Bryce Kane. So like there's there's guys that just don't have the publicity that others have, and the only way you really get to see them is yeah. through camps and and things like that. So like if you see a, if you see a commitment like Reese Baker, don't be like oh we're just taking one because we missed one and all, and all that kind of stuff. Like these, I, I think I think at this point in time we have not earned the the right to turn our nose up at any at anyone, and I and I think it's going to get better. We're just sort of and also just trusting the staff, sure. right? Like if yeah. they want, I mean, we've, we've kind of, how many times have we come on here and talk about how particular Hugh Freeze is? Sure. Like very patient with, with the portal and all of that. Like it's the same, it's the same on the recruiting front too. Like there's guys that he wants. It's just, it's frustrating. All right. But where could Auburn go on the trenches? Cause there's no guys in the trenches in this class yet. Where do they go? We'll tell you next right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. FanDuel is the best place to wager on all of your sports action. If you want to wager on the line of like if Charlie Five is going to wear a hat next time he comes on the show. Um, minus a million. Minus a million. But hey, you know, people still bet on, you know, Wimby to go first overall to the Spurs. I can be um, Wow. Wow. All right. But yeah, be sure to check out uh, our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. That is FanDuel.com slash locked on. And uh, if you're a new customer, you get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in free bets if your first bet doesn't win. Once again, FanDuel.com slash locked on. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. We're celebrating here on Locked On Auburn. Pro football focus was not kind to the Auburn Tigers. We will discuss Mm. that later in the show. But first things first. um, So it seems like House is going to Stanford. Yeah. And now it seems like Riggs, maybe that's not as confident. Who knows? I mean, I feel like we would have heard more at this point if Riggs to Auburn was a thing. I didn't realize until recently his father played at Georgia Tech. And so that's certainly an aspect that seems to be popular in his decision. And so if Auburn doesn't get either of those guys, Charlie, five, I know you mentioned, I know you mentioned uh, Reese Baker, but where else do you expect Auburn to go in the trenches? Uh, exactly. I mean, well, you, you, you have the guy from Hawaii. His, I can't pronounce his name. It's like Tamu or something possibly um, right. that, that hit it off with our tight ends coach. His family hit it off with our tight ends coach. Um, that's pot, and he's a, he's a higher ranked guard. And you got uh, you got Reese Baker, but like, there's just not a ton. There's not a ton necessarily out there. Um, so I think you're going to just be battling. I think you're going to be battling. Like if I if I was a betting man right now, I would say Khalil House would still end up in this in this class. Let's if go. I was, if I bet if I was betting right now. I think there's a lot of like emotion and whatnot wrapped up in the official visit. And he's probably going to commit. And um, and again, I also I think he's committing think, Friday. Charlie Five yeah, isn't the that 30th, the thirtieth? Okay. I believe is when he commits. So, which is my birthday, by the way, for people who care. Happy early birthday! Thanks. So Big again, let's see how let's see how some of these battles go down the stretch and get into the season. And you know, maybe if you throttle a couple of guy, throttle a couple of teams early, look competitive in the Georgia game. Who knows what happens? Uh, I still think there's going to be some show me stuff that people want to see. A uh, proof of concept, as Jay had from um, Auburn Live likes to say. So I, I definitely think there's a lot to that. I think Justin Ferguson came up with that first. Just saying. Did he? Okay. Just saying. He's the first I heard saying. Cool. Um, yeah. Then, Hard like, enough. on the other side of it, I mean, there's just not a whole lot of big men in this class right now. I mean, just on quick either class. Side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, we've got Walker White at quarterback, got Joseph Phillips, who, I mean, he may play on the line. We'll certainly see at linebacker. Jamarian Burnett at running back. Amon Lane and Jaden Lewis are corners. Kinsley Faustin's a safety. Martavius Collins, this is an athlete, but he's going to be either tight end or H back or some kind of role there. And then Bryce Kane's obviously a receiver. It's like, you know, we need, we need something the in the trenches. Yeah. Where's the beef? Where's the beef instead of who's the beef? And hopefully, you know, hopefully that ends uh, in the early part of July with Malik Blockton. And then, like I said, Reese Baker, hopefully maybe in the next, you know, week or so, unless you're holding off for, you know, some other guys. But uh, that and and that might be it for a while. That might be. Do you think any of this, Charlie Five, is orchestrated for Big Cat to be a big deal? Say that one more time. Do you think any of this, like, lack of commitment or kind of drama? Do you think any of it could be orchestrated for Big Cat Weekend to be a bigger weekend towards the end of the month, of next month? It could be, but I just don't know who that would be at this point in time. Like, because Blockton's going to announce before then, right? Because Blockton's going to announce before then. Um, I think you're still going to have at least three or four commits in July, but I don't know how many of those are going to be in the trenches. I don't think – I and honestly, I'm not sure that any of them are. Um, so 
again, you know, you got Kamari and Franklin, who's a who's a big defensive tackle that um, you know we're going hard after. That that's a big guy that we that we we a battle we really got to win. L.J. McCray, as long as as long as he's not committed, we're in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the longer it goes, the better for him. Those are some big big targets. Possibly, it seems like maybe we're playing the long game with some some higher end dudes on the defensive line, and the defensive class in general in our re- traditional recruiting area was just not that deep. It's just not that right. deep at all. So there's just not a lot of places to go. And and maybe I haven't looked, but possibly maybe offensive line is similar. Um, you're just gonna have to you're gonna have to win some battles. You're gonna have to you're just gonna have to beat some guys. Uh, or take some, you know, take some flyers. Really, yeah, really I mean, it, evaluate it, some dudes. And uh, it seems like uh, it seems like Casey Poe's not coming here either, which is a shame. Either Oklahoma or Alabama, it seems like for him. So sure. it's a real shame. It's a real shame. But we will see how this staff gets it together because I'm still, I still feel like they're going to figure it out. And I guess the good thing is, like next year, the 24 offensive line. I think you've got a good amount of your starters still here. Like you get, Connor Lou will start. Jeremiah Wright, I don't think is going to go to the league after this year. Um, Muskrat will be here, and then Too Tall Miller. Uh, I mean, he'll he'll have a year in the system. So, like, I don't think you're going to be like decimated. But we've talked about the long term, and Hugh Freeze has talked about this too. Like, you got to build it through high school, and you just can't patchwork it every year. I don't think. Maybe you can. I don't. I, maybe you can. I, I genuinely don't know. I don't think they want to, though. But maybe you can. Um, it's too early to see in this whole transfer portal era. I think the way this offensive line performs this year, the one we just patched together, is gonna is gonna mean a lot. Is is gonna tell a lot. I, I, I'm with you. I don't think you can build the trenches through the portal, but. You know, you can at least well at least get a good idea of what it, what it could be like this year. Um, uh, but man, you got to start getting high school guys in the trenches. You can, you, you know, I'll portal up some wide receivers. I'll portal up some linebackers and some pass rushers. Yeah, and maybe even some DB, DBs. But you, I feel like you got to have some trenches uh, that you just build, you stockpile from from the uh, from the high school ranks. I'm with you. Yeah, or or you add one or two, right? If there's a big tackle you want to go out and get, but like you can't add four like we did. You know, three definite starters, then we'll see if plus starts. Five. Right. Yeah. So we'll, um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. All right. Pro football focus put out some rankings and I think we just got to ask ourselves the question. Like, are we wrong? Charlie five. Are we wrong? We'll discuss in just a moment right here on locked on Auburn. I want to encourage you to join the locked on Auburn discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. Uh, so PFF pro football focus. I love their grading scale. They put out their latest ELO rankings, and my understanding is ELO is not an acronym. It's named after some guy whose last name was ELO that um, determined how to like rank chess players. Is is my understanding of it? If you think I'm wrong on that, let me know. I'm genuinely curious. But they have, uh, yeah, PFF ranked every single uh, FBS Division One team in college football, and they have the Tigers as the 40th team nationally. Okay, all right. That's a lot better than last year. The issue is, is it puts them as at 13th in the SEC, only better than Vanderbilt. And I... 
Do you think we have the 13th best position group at any spot on the roster? I don't think we have the 13th best quarterback room. Our running back room is probably top five. Our offensive line could be top five. It could be 10th. I don't think it's 13th. Receivers. Worst. Yeah. And I kind of feel like it's that way everywhere, right? Like the defensive line's not 13th. The receivers have a ton of question marks, but I don't think it's the 13th best unit. So, and then obviously defensive backs, we feel good about the defensive backfield. Linebackers is probably the one you could make the best argument for, but I still think they're going to be able to figure it out. There's just too many talented dudes in that room. So are we wrong on this, Charlie Five? I mean, because we we both think this team's going to overachieve. I think it has to do – I think I just don't think they weight in portal players. They don't know how to weight in portal players yet. Like, I don't think they – under they don't – they're not able to – like, who knew T, – it was, was TCU incredibly highly ranked last year? I, I don't I – don't, yeah, a lot of it has or, to do with like how you perform. Or, or it was. I'm trying to find it. It's how you perform against your opponent. Here it is. PFF ELO is a system that updates each team's rank uh, ratings after each game played based on two things. How well they played against their opponent and how well they were expected to play against their opponent. The PFF ELO system measures the former using the unique offensive, defensive, and special team grades, while the latter is determined by the PFF ELO ratings leading up to the game and where the game is played. So I would say if based off that, if you you can't they can't factor in portal players. So I would say we probably if you don't add the class that we add added, if we don't add the guys that we added, we might be 13th out of 14. That mm-hmm. roster if, if the roster was as it was going into another year, that might have been a 13th out of 14th roster. It was getting – it was that bad. I, I, I said that – I said that roster – I said that about the roster last year during the season. Uh, but, I, I, I mean, I could see that. There, that has to be the explanation. They're just not able to calculate or it, uh, weight the impact of the transfer classes that come in. I mean, we added 20-something guys – uh, plus freshmen, uh, I, in, newcomers in general, I think it's tough. I bet you if you looked at it, the ones that are ranked the highest probably have the most returning starters or returning talent. Um, Let's like, look. Uh, Georgia's one, Alabama's two, Ohio State, Michigan, Texas, Clemson, um, Penn State is seven, LSU is eight, Tennessee is nine. Wow, Tennessee. I'm just kind of scrolling, lose. picking up the SEC teams here. Arkansas is 18. Kentucky is 19. Florida is 20. How? How is Florida that high? Florida's yeah, coming off it. This is all PFF. Florida's coming off its second straight losing season, which hasn't happened since the 1970s. The Gators must also replace quarterback Anthony Richardson, who was taken in the top five of the NFL draft. <laughs> what? And they talk about Graham Ertz coming in. Like, what? Uh, Peyton Thorne's better yeah. than Graham Ertz, right? Um, South Carolina is 22. Mississippi State is 23. Yeah, and then I, I saw, just because Lance was telling me about this at AuburnDaily.com, but like Texas A&M is 10th in the SEC. Wow. So, But they I, lost a ton of kids. They lost, they, they lost a ton of people in the portal. Like, 
I don't know. I, I would like to see the re- ratio of like return again, like returning mm-hmm. experience. Uh, uh, how how that list breaks down. I'm with you. Like I'll be curious. I mean, we're, to see. We're, we're not picked to like finish much better than anywhere else, though. I mean, some That's magazines true. have a seventh in the SEC West. Another has a sixth in the SEC West. Like, I mean, it's not that crazy, right? Yeah. That it's hard to imagine. Well, it's hard to imagine. I don't know. Maybe we're homers. Maybe we're homers. But it they were they were right last year. They were right last year, and we were uh, we were dogging them for the the five and a half win total or whatever it was, and then we end up obviously going under. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I just don't see it. I, I I don't think it's. I think it's hard to predict unless you watch this Auburn team and you know who left and you know who was repl- who repl- came in to replace. If they're just if they're just halfway decent from the way they performed the year prior, that being the transfers, then you, I feel like we have to be better. Like it, it's just it, it's it's hard to imagine you could be much worse. Right. And, and Lindsay and I kind of touched on this briefly on the show yesterday, where JD Pacal picked us to go six and six, and his re- his first reasoning was like Auburn gave up 180 yards rushing per game last year. And you can't do that in the SEC. And I'm like, I don't know if that's like the main reason I would cling to. Like, if you told me Auburn went six and six, I wouldn't be thinking like because of the rush defense. <laughs> I'd be like, no. oh, the quarterback thing didn't work out. Like Peyton didn't work out or Robbie got hurt or, you know, something, something happened with the offense and it just didn't click. That, that, that seems to be the most likely thing or, the receivers just didn't work out or I, I feel like it's more on the offense. I, I just yeah. have a hard time thinking that the defense is going to be the issue. Well, yeah. And, and they sort of, they sort of the offense, a bad offense can impact a bad defense more so than a bad defense can impact a good off. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I don't think defense, you said that fully correct, but I know what you mean. A defense being bad does not have near as much of an impact on an offense as much as a bad offense has right. an impact on a defense because of exposure, time on the field, um, turnovers, putting putting you in bad scenario, bad situations. Like I, it all sort of stemmed from the the, the lack of offense. So I agree a thousand percent. If if we are not successful next year, it's because the offense just didn't get it going. Like they couldn't get it going. Peyton Thorne had a bad year or, or Robbie, um, you know, didn't progress or mm-hmm. receivers couldn't step up offensive line. The, you know, yeah. The, the transfer out. experiment didn't work. Yeah. Right. 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 It's way more weighted that way than it would be else. And that could, maybe that's the, maybe that's the, the deciding factor. You're, you're factoring, you're, you're depending on a portal quarterback, Three portal wide, almost a whole portal starting eleven minus like a running back and a, and maybe one offensive lineman. You're almost and Javaris Johnson and Javaris Johnson. You're almost expecting a completely brand new offense to to push you forward. And and I mean, I can see where that can raise like skepticism. Yeah, I mean, Javaris Johnson is going to be literally the only returning starter. And Jeremiah Wright, I guess. What, what, I don't who, think he ever started. Actually, you're right. I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever started either. So yeah, you're right. Jarquez, did he ever? He may have had like a. Did start he have a technical start? Possibly. Yeah, but he wasn't the starter. You know, 
But yeah, that's kind of oh, and Tate Tate Johnson started last year, so two. If yeah, if he's if he's in the but in a different position at a different position. Yeah, yeah. Assuming Tate starts this year, good point. Good point. So, yeah, let us know. Do y'all think Auburn is better than thirteenth in the SEC? Genuinely curious. Charlie Five, help people check out everything you've got going on. Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five and the Locked on Auburn Discord every single day uh, on the Auburn Live, the corner message board or weekly on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. Follow all my stuff on socials at Z Blackerby and all my written Auburn work at AuburnDaily.com. We will see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.